Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the morning. morning. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. How you doing this morning, Pastor Haynes? Ricky Smiley, I'm great. How you doing, bro? Man, blessing, highly favored. I know you got a good word this morning. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Ricky. The good news is that Kirk Franklin reminds all of us, whenever you catch in hell on earth, God blesses us with melodies from heaven that rain down on us. I love this so much because of the fact that, let's keep it real, we do catch hell on earth. When you catch in hell on earth, you experience it. It's like all kinds of attacks of adversity that make you wonder if you're going to be able to survive what you're going through. When you experience hell on earth, you get stabbed in the back. Hell on earth. Life falls apart on you. But here's the good news. When you experience hell on earth, God will bless you with melodies from heaven that will rain down on you. What do those melodies sound and feel like? Number one, melodies from heaven means that God will hold you and grant you peace in the midst of that storm. God will hold you. I love that. God may not take you out of the hell that you're going through, but God can hold you in God's arms and somehow hold you together when everything around you is falling apart. Yes, you're catching hell on earth, but I promise you, God will hold you in the midst of what you're going through and somehow give you just enough strength to make it from day to day. God will give you melodies from heaven when you're catching hell on earth by also, watch this, restoring you your joy in the midst of your sorrow. I love that right there. God will restore your joy so that somehow you recognize joy is better than happiness. Happiness is based on what's happening. But joy is based on what's inside of you, and God will give you a joy. So your testimony is this joy I have. The world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away, so go ahead and experience that joy. I know you're catching hell on earth, but it ain't got nothing on melodies from heaven that rain down on us. There it is. All right, let's do it. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday morning news. The California Attorney General has opened a civil rights investigation after deaths in county jails hit a two-decade high in allegations of excessive use of force surfaced. Officials called the status of the trust between the departments and the public in peril, but did not give specific examples of the allegations. In other news, a sugar replacement called erythritol, used to sweeten stevia and keto products, has been linked to blood clotting, stroke, heart attack, and death, according to a new study. People with existing risk risk factors for heart disease, such as diabetes, were twice as likely to experience a heart attack or stroke when high levels of the sugar replacement was present in their blood. 
Lastly, best-selling self-help author Marianne Williamson has announced she is running for president, becoming the first major Democrat to challenge President Joe Biden for his party's nomination in 2024. Williamson, who is 70, is formally kicking off her campaign with an event in Washington on Saturday. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at what's happening in news. For more stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What's up there, Maria? LeBron James injured his right foot versus the Dallas Mavs the other day. He was expected to miss a game or two, but now he's expected to be out several weeks. How would this affect the Lakers' run to make the playoffs? We about to find out. Former NFL running back Zach Stacy sentenced to six months in jail for attacking his ex-girlfriend back in 2021. He allegedly attacked her over rent money. He wanted the money back that he gave her to pay the rent and got upset, attacked her. Then he attacked her another time. This actually was video that showed him punching her in the head and slamming her into a television uh, in front of their son. So uh, he got six months in jail for that. Last but not least, former NFL cornerback, one of the best of all time, Darrell Revis, a.k.a. Revis Island, first ballot Hall of Famer, was asked, who is the greatest cornerback of all time? And here's what he said. It's, it's Kobe, it's to Jordan, it's, it's prime, it's, it's, it's Revis Island, it's to prime time. It's Kobe, it's to Jordan, it's, it's Revis Island, it's to prime time. Okay, that's, that's an honest answer, like, you know, Ain't nobody better than Prime. But then and then it comes everybody else. But he got the name Revis Island because, uh, as Prime did, he shut down half the field during his playing career. So, uh, big up to Darrell Revis out there. It's my quick sports support right there. Gary, what's up there, Mike? All right, y'all. The question is, what do you give the woman who has everything for her birthday? They're saying, how about something that's never been given to anyone ever before, y'all? This past weekend, y'all, the Dallas um, Deep Ellum Foundation, y'all, gifted R&B icon Erica Badu, y'all, honey, a wonderful gift that was bestowed upon her, and they're saying she was extremely excited about it, y'all. They gave Erica Badu, y'all, the first ever key to Deep Ellum. Now, they're saying, honey, that Miss Badu was very excited about it, honey, and, you know, they're saying she did a performance. She had a concert with over 4,000 people present, y'all. Now, they're saying, y'all, this first ever key to Deep Ellum, um, 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 award y'all was given to Erica Badu, Badu, which they're saying she previously had y'all the key to the city of Dallas now, but they're saying all the philanthropic work that Erica Badu did in Dallas and Texas, y'all, people were very excited and she was very thrilled about it. So when um Erica received this award, y'all, she made the announcement too that she was gonna take that king, go to all the clubs, honey, in the city of Dallas. And she also announced, y'all, that she is planning, y'all, on releasing her own strand of recreational marijuana, y'all, for purchase. She said, where it's legal in. So there you go, Brett. <laughs> I already know I'm partnering up with her. <laughs> so congratulations, honey, to Erica. So she said she's gonna have it out there for y'all. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Navajo. Navajo, I'm sorry. Yep. On the high end, you say Navajo. <laughs> and on the low end, you say beautiful turquoise. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, oh, Lord, now they're criticizing Mark Wahlberg. Wait till I tell you what happened up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, that's hot. Woo, you can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Bring it to What's happening, man? What up, Rock T? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. 
Well, all Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Mark Wahlberg, and the Screen Actors Guild Awards are facing criticism after the TED actor presented the award for outstanding performance by a cast in the motion picture to the cast of Everything, Everyone at Once. People questioned the decision as the film's cast is predominantly Asian, and Wahlberg was convicted of assaulting two Vietnamese men in 1988. Dang, 88. Journalist Jeff Yang tweeted, It must have been quite a shock for Mark Wahlberg to witness a group of Asians beating white people. <laughs> Writer Bonnie Sternberg said, I gotta say, having Mark Wahlberg, who literally went to jail as a teen for committing a hate crime against a, Viet- a Vietnamese man, presenting an award to the cast of Everything Everywhere All at Once was certainly a choice. During the 1988 assault, Wahlberg knocked one of the men unconscious with a wooden stick, and investigators noticed that he hurled racial slurs at them. He only served 45 days out of a two-year prison sentence. Damn. What, I, that's what I said. Why would they choose him to do this? Oh, they didn't. Somebody didn't do their research. Somebody yeah. didn't do their research. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know the internet don't got no chill, so they definitely found out what was going on. Meanwhile, y'all, according to Page Six, today's show's fans are wondering when host Hoda Kotb is going to return. Now she's been missing from the show for about a week. During this time, Kotb has shared uh, multiple cryptic notes on her Instagram page. On Monday, she shared the image that read "Choose Hope," and then one fan commented, "Hoping all is well with you and your family. Miss seeing you in the morning." Another wrote, I know we will know what's going on with time, but please let us know what's going on. No word yet on when she will return to the show. Does anybody know why she's off the show or what happened? Or- oh, no. I don't Janet Bush probably got into it. No, why I got to be negative? Maybe she just got some family stuff going on at home. Or so why somebody had to get into it? Never know. She might not like Jana. Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to move on from any negativity. Help us this morning, Lord. We got to pray, Gary, okay? Okay. Well, y'all, let me tell you that Kalishi took to social media to reveal that her and her kids almost fell off a cliff during a snowstorm in Southern California. She posted a video on IG saying, my truck got stuck. It's like hanging, she continued. Praise God, the tow truck actually made it. We've been outside for a while. Kalishi revealed that she had a snow she had snowboarding gear to keep them warm, she said. She said, I'm wearing layers to keep warm. She said, I've got on my, I got my light on, thank God, because it's pitch black out here. Silver boots for a little reflection um, action, and things could be worse. I guess it's been snowing in California, huh? And that is so strange to them, because yeah. at first it never rained in Southern California. Uh, it's <laughs> so you know it wasn't supposed to snow, so now it's snowing, so right. they are tripping out. Last but not least, y'all, report says Zendaya has renegotiated her contract with HBO, and child, she will be paid nearly one million per episode. For Damn, the how many episodes they gonna do? Baby, they do by 18, 15, 20. I don't really? know if it's seeming like a oh, lot, but it's, it's my good. God. And we watch it. Yes. For the upcoming third season of Euphoria. That's what's up. She didn't want enough awards yeah. for it to jack them checks right on up. According to the Shade Rooms, and Dan, her team recently approached the network about adjusting her contract because of its success, exactly, and demands on her schedule. So, congratulations to her. That is what's up. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Rock T's HBCU. No? Um, Rock T, what you going to be talking about? Man, let's go holler at Langston University, man. Okay, okay. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know.
Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Is this thing on? Is this microphone on? It better be. Rock Teasy in the house with another HBC. You know it's about that time to put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our historically black colleges and universities. Can we please head on back down to Langston, Oklahoma, home of Langston University, established in 1897. Home of the Blue and Orange Lions. Shout out to the Langston University Marching Pride. Marching Band. Oh, we about to talk about one of y'all's former students. How about the homie Maurice Mo Bassett? Played running back and fullback at Langston University. He would go on to serve our country in the U.S. Navy. But the brother was so cold, he was drafted in the third round of the 1954 NFL Draft to the Cleveland Browns. That's right. He played fullback three seasons for the Browns. He led Cleveland in rushing his rookie season. Matter of fact, he serves as the namesake for the current Cleveland Brown Rookie of the Year Award. Oh, my goodness. Maurice Mo Bassett, another proud HBCU alum of Langston University. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit us up on social media at HBCU. No! I appreciate that, Rock Team Man. Big shout out to Langston University Marching Band for the dedication they did for my son, Brandon, uh, on the field at the Battle of the, at the Honda Battle of the Bands in Montgomery, Alabama. They got down, and I thank y'all for my shirts, my package, Everything, man. Big shout out to Langston University, man. I absolutely love y'all. Uh, Ricky, robots it. and AI might take all of our jobs within the next 10 years. But on the plus side, we won't have to spend our days at home doing housework because robots and AI, artificial inter- intelligence, will have that covered, too. Now, experts predict that around 39 percent of time spent on housework and caring for loved ones could be automated by 2033. I'm talking chores like getting groceries, shopping, using services, household cleaning, dishwashing, cooking, ironing, and folding, and laundry. <laughs> We're not going to have to do nothing, Ricky. Uh, mm. The most likely one, groceries can be handled by a delivery service, but maybe this means robots and AI could also handle the ordering. If they're doing the cooking, that makes sense. Now, the least likely stuff to be automated uh, most likely involves living things like child care, escorting a child outside of the home, interacting with children, pet care, and things like that. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you good with a robot doing all of your house chores? Uh-oh. <laughs> my mind just went to the gutter, so don't yeah, ask me. Uh-oh. Seven is Michael Jackson walking around my house, moonwalking across my kitchen floor. Thank God. I don't care how fine they make the robot. I don't care who shape it up. It could be bow legged and thick. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't. I don't want no part of that. No robot walk around doing none of that. Or what I call it. They ain't gonna clean them dishes right, and they, they ain't gonna. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> what, what, what if it's no? Nah, I ain't gonna say it, dog. I ain't gonna say. What it, you dog. think, Gary? I think. Well, Ricky, remember Millie, y'all from the Jetsons? That was her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did everything. And so, but I don't think it's going to be good. Well, I, it would be good for a lot of women, especially if they could um, make these men into robots, honey. You know, the girl still has on down They already the got them. They just didn't make the whole body out of them. Okay. They got the one part right. <laughs> Candy Burns got the one. She started out with the one, but she building her way out. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, they got the little thing that sweep on the floor in the middle of the night that sweep it'll kind of mop yeah. or whatever. Now, that's cool right there. It has something, like, you know, 
or whatever, but just to have a whole robot around the house and, and uh, that, that's too much. Then you got the programmer, then you got the charger up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Somebody spill some water on it, then you got to take it to Home Depot. Just too much. I can't do it. <laughs> and it's going to put people out of a job, too. A lot of people are going to be losing their jobs. You think they're going to have robots for radio people? <laughs> yep. I could see that coming. AI to do our jobs. I could see uh-uh. that. They have AI uh, uh, artists on record labels. Well, you know, oh, really? You, mm-hmm. you know what's scary, though, is they say some of these computers are starting to teach themselves. So, like, when they, they they can now, like, independently make decisions. So, like, some of the ones that are coming out in China, like, almost very iRobot-ish. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's scary. That's, yeah. that's scary. But by the time you get, get to going, we'll be gone by then, Gary. Okay. <laughs> in today's final Black History Spotlight, today is February 28th, and it's the final day of Black History Month. And today we continue to honor our honoree from yesterday, Walter Zeke Benefield. As I told you yesterday, Zeke resided in the city of Morrisville, North Carolina, and the year was 1894. And as I also reported, Zeke was the first black man to make a pay arrangement on a bill. But upon deeper research, my staff discovered that Zeke was also a little person. And it's not common knowledge that little people in that time had a much longer lifespan than regular sized people. And we discovered that the same Zeke, that same Zeke made history in 1894, continues to make history to this day at the age of 129 (laughs) as he entertains thousands of fans every year as ringmaster at the beloved Universal Circus. (laughs) Zeke, we celebrate you today. On this last day of Black History. <laughs> and he's also Ricky Smiley's father. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same. And do it when I had the little hats on. <laughs> oh man. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the Kahlua today. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News, y'all. Congratulations goes out to Kiki Palmer, y'all. I don't know if you heard the wonderful news, but Kiki Palmer is now officially a mom, y'all. They're saying that Kiki and her boyfriend, Darius Jackson, now welcome their first child together. They announced on Monday. Now they're saying Palmer and Jackson, both, I'm 29, y'all. They revealed their baby boy, y'all, in a set of photos, honey, by Instagram. Now they're saying, quote, born during Black History Month, y'all, with a name to match it, y'all. She named her wonderful baby boy, Leotis and Drelton Jackson, honey. She said, welcome to the world, baby Leo, y'all. Isn't that a beautiful name, Ricky? Yeah. Yes, beautiful. Leo. Yes, Leotis. Say, say it one more time. Leotis and Drelton Jackson. Mm. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some kind of meaning behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is a meaning behind it. It's Black History Month. You gave him a, a real ethnic name, honey. Yeah. Just in time ethnic. for Black History. <laughs> for Black History. <laughs> and, you know, Rick, I think we should go back to those names. I don't know what's wrong with us, honey. Name all these children. Apple, Plum, and all that. So give these children real names. You right. got that car seat name made by Buick. 
But anyway, but it's a good thing though, because honey, I mean, and just think about it. When Lil Leotis is in school, they gonna know who he is before they see him. So I think that's a good thing, honey. So congratulations, honey, to um Kiki. And, Pretty sure um, they're gonna call him Leo. Yeah, that's what you're calling him right now, yeah. Leo for a short name, though. I, I like mean, that name actually. Yeah, Leotis. And, and and she didn't even name him after his daddy. She, she you know, just in time for Black History Month. Lee Otis. So congratulations to Kiki. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. It's still a sad moment, y'all, for um comedian Kevin Hart, y'all. I don't know if we talked about well, we talked a little bit about it and it's still in the news, y'all. But it's being reported, y'all, that comedian Kevin Hart's appearance, y'all, in Egypt was canceled, y'all. They said because he said some ancient some stuff that the, the Egyptians just didn't like. Now they're saying that the U.S. comedian Kevin Hart, his debut um show in Egypt, y'all, was canceled following an outpouring of anger in the country over his past comments in support of Afrocentricism. Now, they're saying that the American comedian was set to perform in Cairo, Egypt on Tuesday, and the company said it was working with the ticket um, the ticket march um, team to refund customers, honey, in the shortest possible time. Now, Hart faced a flood of criticism, y'all, in the Arab world's most populous country for promoting Afrocentrism. Now, the movement, y'all, seeks to promote the role black people played in history and the creation of Western civilization. Now, they're saying that Hart's criticism, however, accused him of distorting history and robbing Arabs, y'all, of their claim to the country's ancient past, saying that he claimed that black Americans, y'all, were once the kings of Egypt. He said, quote, we must teach our children the true history of black Americans when they were kings in Egypt and not just the era of slavery that is cemented by education in America. Do you remember the time when we were kings? He alleged stated y'all do. Though it's unclear y'all um, where the remarks originated from. Then there was a hashtag calling for hearts show to be canceled or boycotted. One of the top trendy topics on social media in Egypt, y'all, was something that they just didn't want to deal with. Were we kings in Egypt? Do y'all know? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think my guests even did a video. Like, it was like the um, remember the time? But King Tut. Right. Yeah. Well, honey, they didn't hear that or whatever because they showed counsel Kevin Hart. They told him he couldn't come there. Mm. So, and they was giving the people back their money. They say immediately. So I mm. guess, I, but they were giving him his money though, right? Wouldn't he get paid, Ricky? Because don't y'all get deposits when y'all go on shows or something? Oh uh, yeah, perform? he probably got a deposit. Uh, he probably not gonna send it back. So uh, yeah. So he probably well, uh, a, a million dollars or two uh, richer. Yeah. Well, we need to pray. Hopefully, you know that you know they get this resolved and stuff because we definitely wanted Kevin to go to Egypt and perform and stuff. So. I mean, he don't have to go to Egypt. He could perform right here in the United States and and anywhere else he want to go. He, you know, that just made big news. He just don't have to go to Egypt. He can go to Egypt and visit or whatever. Yeah. But he don't have to perform there. He's Kevin Hart. He does whatever he wants. He made it. He earned it. Yeah. So he good. Yeah. Well, let's. Congratulations to Kevin Hart, y'all, because I mean, we definitely want him to. Congratulations for not having to go. Congratulations for not needing the damn money because you're so rich. Yeah. That's okay. What the hell I'm talking exactly. About. Okay. <laughs> exactly, honey. All right. The color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is Navajo. On the high end, you say Navajo, and on the low end, you say beautiful turquoise. That's your color for turquoise. Today. Turquoise. Y'all right. <laughs> give it up for Gary with the T. All right, y'all, it's the Mountain Morning Show time for the wake-up call. Get at your boy, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Here we go.
Hey, Jerron and Gianna, have an amazing day. Bye. This is Brother Smiley, the 163rd Street Walmart. I want to give a nice wake up and a nice shout out for Brother Smiley, 163rd Street Walmart. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yes, this is Danielle D calling from Tiberi, Florida. I want to wake up my man Shakir. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. This is Robin Gamble Stone from Cincinnati, Ohio. Come to tell my daughter, Krista Gamble, to get up, girl. Wake up, wake up, wake up. No. Where you at, Portland? Wake, wake up. up. Excited to have this guest on. Ladies and gentlemen, I want uh, to welcome the national president of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, the one and only uh, Brother Ricky Lewis. Hey. hey, Brother Charlie, how are you? Hey, man, good, man. I'm doing good, man. Good to have you on, and thank you for being on the show, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. Let me first say, brother, my condolences to you again, man. We praying for you. We love you. We praying for comfort for you and your family, man. And we just uh, appreciate uh, what you do on the radio and what you do in the community, man. And we just want to let you know we're thinking about you. No, nah, man, love you too, President Lewis. I, I just really uh, uh, thank you, man, for your text messages and, and to all the brothers of Omega Sci-Fi uh, uh, and Alpha Phi chapter uh, that, that showed up with my son's. Uh, standing ovation, Ricky. Ricky, I'm sorry. That, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so excited about having you on. Uh, you getting ready to meet with the president of the United States, mm-hmm. President Biden, along with the rest of the Divine Nine this morning. What, what is that all about? Absolutely, man. Every year, the White House invite all the president of the D9 to come in for um, for Black History Month program. So I just landed this morning on a red eye from Los Angeles, and me and the other four sororities and four fraternities are going to meet with the president and. Uh, just have a Black History Month program because African-American history is important, contrary to popular belief. And uh, we're just going to uh, be a part of that program. We just thank the president and the vice president, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, for allowing us to come in to be a part of this program today. That's awesome. And, I, you know, we love all of the great work that you're doing, President Lewis. Now, you know, when we go to the Omega Sci-Fi website, front and center, we see your brother, attorney Benjamin Crump, who recently won the NAACP Social yes. Justice Impact Award. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was there. I was there. That's awesome. And he's among many members of your organization who are leading the way for change. What would you say has been a key thing that has helped your organization sustain the legacy of strong leadership that we see in our community? Well, thank you. That's a good question. We've been trusted messages in our community for 112 years. You know, we were founded November 17, uh, 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 November 17, 1911, at uh, Howard University. Uh, we call the Mecca. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to Howard today and see the bros over there. Uh, but it's just important that people know men of Omega South has been on the front lines for many, many years. Uh, doing civic engagement, talking about the messages that Brother Ben Crump is talking about as it relates to understanding the important work that we're doing in our community. And we certainly appreciate Brother Crump and his service and all the brothers who've served in communities worldwide. Hey, hey, and I have to ask you on a personal note, what is it like uh, becoming the, na- the national president of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated? And uh, when you first, uh, how many years you've been in the FRED? And when you first came in the FRED, did you ever know that you would end up being our national president? Well, Brother Smiley, no, man. I was initiated uh, in uh, 1981 at the University of the Pacific, New Mew Chapter, and now I'm a member of Tall Chapter in Compton, California. And never in my wildest dreams, man, I ever thought about being the Grand Bosslers or the president of the organization. 
I just served, man. I just kept working hard, and brothers kept watching my leadership and getting good toolage from other grand bosslers and other leaders in our fraternity and kept working hard. And the brothers tapped me on my shoulder and said, man, you ever thought about running for first vice grand bosslers? I did right. that in one, of course, and then became grand bosslers. This is really, the day is my seventh month of being grand really? bosslers. Two oh, days. Wow. Two days is my seventh Root. month of being grand bosslers. I won in Charlotte. Uh, you know, on behalf of 200,000 initiated Omega men, man, we're in 17 countries. We're on four continents doing great work. Again, we're trusted messengers. Our biggest platform, by smiling your audience, is, man, we want to mentor these young black boys. Uh, we yes, want to put these guns. We want to put these guns down, go to college. We want to disrupt the school to prison pipeline. Uh, all the violence is going on in L.A. and Atlanta and Birmingham and Chicago and Baltimore and Detroit. Uh, the men of Omega Sapphire want to make a difference. Hey, and I have to say, I look forward to having you on every month, and we're going to be highlighting chapters all over the country that's doing a uh, big thing. It just makes sense uh, for you to come on this show once a month and just kind of lay down some of the things that some of the chapters are doing and how other people uh, can get involved, man. I really appreciate you. Uh, I, I love you, uh, and thank you, love you so too, much for, for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. The National President of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, our President... Ricky Lewis. Woo! Ricky Smiley, uh, thank you for calling the request line. Who is this? Um, I don't messed up now. I'm not going to make it today. Bro, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make it today, Shadow. What's going hey, on? Because I did something crazy yesterday. Last night. What? <laughs> What'd you do, Black Tony? Yeah. <laughs> I'm over I'm over I'm over the girl I'm over the girl crib I spun tonight. She just had a baby. And I was oh, the girl I was had hungry. a baby. Yeah, I was hungry last night, so I had got some cereal. <laughs> I ain't got some cereal. <laughs> and she ain't had no milk. And she had a judge. She had a giant refrigerator said it with milk. When she had a what? She had a giant in the refrigerator said it with milk. <laughs> But it was it was her bread milk. It was her bread milk, <laughs> and I drank a whole jar of it. Now I think I'm turning into a baby again because I'm curled up in the bed and I boo booed on myself and I can't stop crying. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. I keep pulling my feet up and playing with my toes. Shout She what? I'm laying on my back right now, and I'm pulling my feet up, playing with my toes. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to walk. I tried to get out of bed and walk, and I just fell down. Call Dr. Call you. I got to get this bread milk up out of me. <laughs> You got on the pamper. What you got on, Black Tony? I just had on my regular drawers and I put on my suit. I need somebody to come change me. Where Maria? <laughs> yeah, Maria, you got to go change Black Tony. <laughs> I, I guess he ain't coming, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Black Tony, uh, will, will you make it tomorrow, though? <laughs> Am I good for the day? Yeah, you good for the day. We'll see you. We get our checks tomorrow. All right, I'll be there on my list. Said certified freak, seven days a week, 
wet and gushy, make that board game we Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Wow. What version of the WAP is that, Gary? Oh, honey, that's the one that just ain't came out yet. <laughs> Celine Dion version. No. Right. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. Hip you to the tea. It's Gary, baby. All right, three minutes after the hour, Rick's Modern Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Ricky, this sports journalist is my new best friend, y'all, in my head, honey. Sports journalist Jamel Hill, baby. She sparked, she sparked debate y'all on Twitter the other day by admitting, Ricky, that she has poor hygiene. Now, in a tweet, honey, what? last week, Jamel wrote, and here's it, and we had this conversation on the radio before, Ricky. She said, quote, so I change my towels every three to four days. She said, I feel like that's good. She said, I feel like that's um about right. She said, I, am I wrong for this? She said, changing your towels every day feels excessive to her. She said, so please don't, honey, you know, don't judge or anything like that. But okay. I feel Change the same the way, Ricky. No. Yes, we <laughs> talked about sour. that. They sour. They sour. They don't sour, Ricky. My towels don't ever sour. Yes, well, they, they do. They, well, they, they sour do. later on. Later on. They do. It's the water. It do. The water be sitting up in. Well, okay, where do you keep the towel when you take a shower? When I get out of the shower, Ricky, immediately when I get out of the shower, there's a little hook right there by my shower. Ooh. I put the towel All on the All that moisture in the air, it ain't drying it properly. Ain't you need, right. If you're going if you're gonna do that, take the towel and just go on, put it in the dryer and get it dry. Then go and hang it up. If you don't want to watch it. Dry. Well, at least, because it's, at gonna, least hang it on the rack so it's spread out so it dries better than just hanging on the, you know, open it out and dry it. Oh, my god! And you can spray some of that sanitizer spray on the towel when it dries to, you know, take care of the germs that's still on. Man, I went there and washed my face over his house. So, that's nasty. You don't even want to don't, wipe your hands don't off and wash all them uh, <laughs> crusty-ass wash rags and you stuff. You just right? got out the shower, though, Ricky. I mean, you uh, just cleaned uh, your body. They sour. How are you supposed to change it, Rick? They'll do uh, every day. Every day. Uh, every, day. every yes. single day? Yeah, uh-uh. the, yeah, the towel that you're using. Go ahead yeah. and throw it in the uh, dirty clothes bin and, and pull a out one. a new towel and stop being yes. so damn lazy. Well, that's not late. Anybody changing no towel every day, Ricky? Yeah, that's to- a lot of doggone towels. You're supposed to. I don't necessarily do it all the time either. But most of the time, I take the towel in uh you know what I'm saying? No more. But it, than, no but more it is common days. for people to reuse their towels. I mean, even in hotels, they ask you if you can save the water, if you can reuse yeah. your towel. So it's not 
if if you use your towel more than one day in a row, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're nasty. But if it's too soiled or it's crusty or if it has a mildew smell, you're being counterproductive by drying yourself off with it again. So we talking about a washcloth. No, you. I take my own towel. Oh, y'all talking about a washcloth? Yeah, we talking about. Oh, oh, I'm talking about all cloths. Oh, you're not talking about a towel. You're talking about a rag. But rags and towels. I'm talking about the face towel and I'm talking about the drying towel. All my towels, I might change them once a damn month. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, that's too long. Jesus. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Brad? Jesus, help us, Lord. (laughs) You should just get a machine that blows hot air. You just get out and just let it dry you like that. No, no, no. It's not right that dries the towels. They do. I was just about to say, uh, tell Maria that you can go on Amazon and get you a little stand that heats the towel. Yeah. And it will dry the towel for you. You know, you just, uh, it's probably about $40 or something. You get a little stand and plug it up, and it'll dry the towel for you. And it had a towel nice and hot when you get out of the uh, tub. That's just too much trouble. I get out of the shower, I hang my towel on my little. How, how do you wash your face cloth, your wash rag? Once a month. That's the crazy that's, and that's the same that's rag he used on his whole body. You damn right. Yeah, you the face rag is the same rag he used on his whole body, and he wash it once a month. Yeah. So when you use that towel the next day, you washing your face with doo doo. Yep. Well, whatever you want to call it, and honey, because it's water, Ricky. You probably don't even fold your towel. You, well, he you, he just all your rags shaped like a scrotum. Yes, they are, honey. They sure damn well, because I take them out to dry, honey, when Nasty, I want to do change a new one, honey. Nasty, Gary. And it's the same way with my damn sheets. Ain't nobody changing sheets every dog on me. I change sheets once a month. I sleep on one side of the bed, and the other side of the bed is empty. So I'm not going to be changing those sheets every dog on day. You know, you I'm just sorry. Crumbs and dead skin all in your sheets. Well, but look at me, honey. I still feel fine and look good. Moving on. In other celebrity news, y'all, Martin Lawrence, honey, I mean Martin, Matthew Lawrence, y'all, they say he's been dating TLC's Chili and the boy meets world star, honey, gushed over the romance, honey, in an interview, y'all, he said, quote, we like to try to keep things private. That was just something fun. He said, but I will tell you, he said, we have a podcast coming out. He said, that's the kind of stuff that we talk about on the podcast. You know, he said, of their relationship, not a couple, they went Instagram officially, y'all, in December, and they say things have been going well ever since. And I mean, if you see Chili, honey, she's looking amazing. She's looking happier now, y'all, as opposed to when she was dating Usher and all them other ones. That was so long ago. You can't say Usher. That was like 10 years ago, Gary. Well, she dated him. And them other guys, honey, of African descent. So now she look happy. Well, she doing good because I definitely ate at her restaurant yesterday. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's that's Chili's. That's not TLC Chili. (laughs) Oh, my God. Baby back. Baby back. Baby back. Baby back. Oh my God! Yeah, but anyway, child, honey, she she's doing good, honey, and congratulations, honey, to Chili, y'all. And also, in my final story, y'all, y'all haven't heard the news. They're saying y'all that Adidas reported y'all reached out to Kanye West. They said they want to come back, honey, and help sell those Yeezys. So what? if y'all ain't got y'all Yeezys, oh, Kanye wow. West may be going back to um, Adidas, honey, because they said they definitely want him back. And they said, honey, they didn't lost millions and billions of dollars on them. They did. Them damn shoes look like gro- look like uh, uh, Target grocery carts. <laughs> okay, I don't shoot. Like I a mean, busted uh, can of biscuits. Are they? Oh, I mean, are they comfortable? I don't. I don't, I don't know. My son got some, and and I just don't even look down. I don't make no eye contact. As he walk around the house with them damn Yeezys on, and I don't say nothing about them because you know they you can't say nothing. Oh no, 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 no. 
can't say nothing. <laughs> All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Navajo. On the high end, you say Navajo, and on the low end, you say beautiful turquoise. That's a beautiful Kahlua day. And y'all, turquoise, that was um, um, Sammy Davis Jr.'s wife name, too, y'all. Turquoise. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a okay. beautiful name. Yeah. <laughs> y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Gary! <laughs> the Rick and Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. Listen, uh, February is Heart Health Month, and uh, did y'all know that black America is twice as likely as white adults to die from preventable, listen, preventable heart disease? Uh, On the line with us this morning, we have the one and only Dr. Melissa Burroughs, who is on the board of directors of the the Association of Black Cardiologists. Good morning, Dr. Burroughs. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me. Happy to have you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, can you tell us exactly what heart disease is and why black people uh, are two, three times more likely to have a stroke and have twice the rate of death from blood pressure-related issue disorders uh, compared to white adults? That's a really good question. So there are many forms of heart disease. Commonly, we think about heart attacks, where someone has chest pain and a blockage in a coronary artery, so there's no blood supply to the heart. But there are other forms of heart disease, heart rhythm disorders, like atrial fibrillation, hypertension, high blood pressure, like you discussed, and also heart failure. But African Americans are disproportionately affected by heart disease. And what's most striking is it occurs at a younger age. So when you talk about strokes and you talk about heart failure, you know, we're seeing people at age 30 and 40 yeah. with this. And so that's what's the most striking in addition to the excess death. Yeah, it's, it's scary because I have seen, just recently seen a lot of people pass away, um, you know, due to heart attacks, like in their 40s and, uh, you know, in 30s. And it's just... Uh, and, you know, church people like to say it was their time. And, you know, I was having a conversation with Dr. Collier. Uh, no, it is, it's not their time. It, it's just, not just stop me if I'm wrong, just physical science. If you don't check on your heart and get the things you need or eat right or whatever, your heart is going to give out. Is that accurate to say? Yeah, so there's a lot of factors that contribute to early heart disease. One is is high blood pressure, which is often without any symptoms. So that can definitely creep on creep up on someone over the years. But you're right, lifestyle, diet, exercise, and what a lot of people don't recognize is stress. So um, one of my mentors, who's the former president of the American Heart Association, Michelle Albert, her life's work was on stress and heart disease, particularly in African-American women. And we know, you know, we wrote the papers on how excess stress, financial stress, personal stress, job stress can make you at higher risk for heart attack and stroke. Wow. Well, we appreciate this information so much because we see so many health disparities, especially when it comes to heart disease, Dr. Burroughs. Um, Now, I have um, a question. Um, Over the last two years, we've dealt with COVID. And one thing people have been concerned about is the link between the vaccine and cardiovascular disease. What do we know and what should people be concerned about? That comes up almost every day. And you're right. You know, there are a lot of um, questions about the vaccine. But on the other side, what I often like to to mention is that we also saw a lot of cardiovascular disease from the COVID infection itself. So particularly in 2021, 
um, in 2020, we saw a lot of heart rhythm disorders, heart failure, strokes, blood clots in the lungs, and heart attacks in the setting of an active COVID infection. So, and I saw a lot more of that than reactions from the vaccine itself. So while there is some questions about whether or not the vaccine can cause inflammation in the heart muscle, overwhelmingly we saw a lot of heart disease from the actual COVID infection. Well, you know what? Um, on the line, we have Dr. Melissa Burroughs, who is on the board of directors of the Association of Black Cardiologists. Now, they say when America catches a cold, black America gets pneumonia. So for people who feel like they're too far down the rabbit hole, and is that what it is? I mean, can you change the traje- trajectory of heart disease? You definitely can. You know, while we can't control everything in our life, we have a lot of control over our health behaviors and we can empower ourselves. So the first thing you can do is to focus on your lifestyle, your diet, which is most important, to eat heart healthy, eat plants, vegetables, whole grains, and try to minimize processed foods and animal protein like meat and uh, excess dairy. And, and then the other thing that you can do is to you know, get your checkups really to check your blood pressure. That's what most people need. They need their blood pressure checked regularly so they know if it's high and get it under control. And they need to also have their cholesterol checked. And the last thing is to really advocate for yourself. You know, I hear a lot of stories from people, patients of mine and people I meet in the community where they knew something was wrong, yet they were told they were okay. If you really think something's wrong, speak up, get a second opinion if you don't like what's going on, you know, what you're hearing from your doctor. Is meat yeah. not good, doctor? I'm sorry, Ricky, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead, love. But she said something about meat. Is, is, is meat not good to eat? Most of us eat way too much meat. We know that meat can be pro-inflammatory, can raise blood pressure and contribute to heart disease. The worst kinds of meats are the red meats and the processed meats. But I, you know, I tell a lot of my patients, you know, most of us are eating way too much chicken. Right. So really kind of focusing on the vegetables will kind of will help keep the blood pressure under control and keep you healthy. Okay. Dr. Burroughs, do you have any positive stories, like any examples from people who were able to actually turn things around and lower their risk for heart disease and stroke? Oh, yes. I, ha- I see that all the time, and I'm often inspired by the people I meet. There are people who you know, have lost weight, dramatic amounts of weight, through diet alone. I had a patient when I was working in California who lost, you know, 30 pounds in the middle of the pandemic just by changing her diet, just by eating vegetables. And she had had a heart attack. She had had, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, all the risk factors, and was able to really, you know, quit smoking and, and get her, get healthy. So you really can be empowered. It's not, we're not destined to die of heart disease. And I think that's a myth. While we know we need to take care of ourselves, we can definitely change the trajectory. Oh, so excited to have you. Thank you so much, Dr. Burroughs, and uh, thank you for all of this great information. Uh, Let everybody know how they can follow you. So I am on Instagram at melissa.s.burroughs. Um, that's the easiest way to follow me. Um, and, you know, if, you, if you're in the Atlanta area, I'm also at Wellstar at Paulding and in Marietta, so you can uh, make an appointment to see me as well. But I appreciate all the questions on Instagram. I'll try to address them all. Thank you very much. No, thank you. And we cannot wait to have you back on again soon. Y'all give it up for the one and only Dr. Melissa Burroughs. All right, Jerry Rick's Mountain Morning Show. It is about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. 
Hey, good morning, Rick. Good morning, everybody. Good to be with you. I do have three things for you, Rick. One, on the morning that Elon Musk is named the richest man in the world again since Tesla stock went up, um, a lot of people are talking about his comments in defending um, Dilbert creator Scott Adams. And, and, and for those of you that haven't been following this, it's, it's almost absurd, but it connects to something that's incredibly important, especially on this last day. A Black History Month, and and that is, so the 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 Dilbert cartoon creator named Scott Adams went on this ridiculous rant um, on YouTube that got his comic strip removed from from a several several newspapers, and I just think this was an excuse for them to remove it anyway because the comic strip was terrible. But yeah. he went on to to he 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 Rick he went in about this rum um, Ramusin, I think. Rasmussen, I think that's the way you pronounce the company, Poll, which is a right-wing chop shop that creates polls to justify what right-wingers think. And the poll talked about, there was, a, there was an actual question on this poll, Rick, that said, is it okay to be white? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I wish I could cuss on this show right now. Like, right. <laughs> Is it okay to be white? Was the actual question on this poll, and it said forty percent of the black respondents were not willing to say it's okay to be white. And he rested his rant on YouTube on this poll. So he started talking about how white people. He recommended that white people move as far away from black people as possible based on what's going on. And this is the fool that Elon Musk decided to support. So you're the richest man in the world. You control one of the largest platforms of social media in the world. And you're following an idiot with a comic strip who's following a poll from a bunch of other idiots that literally are rooting all that they do in the fact that hate sells. Wow. That is that's actually the comical part of this. The dangerous part of this is that real people uh, and policymakers use this kind of stuff to talk about this is why we don't need to talk about critical race theory. This is why we need to remove uh, DEI from institutions. This is why we need to remove black history from public schools. And that is what's dangerous, because what we're seeing all over the country at the local level, at the state level, not so much at the federal level. But but, you know, let's wait and see who becomes president is these folks know that if you remove history, then you have the ability to treat people any way you want to. And it's what we saw, Rick, from the beginning of time. And so I'm not going to do a whole lot of going back on black history, but I do think it's important to say that the original sin, and we talked about this before, was not slavery. The original sin of the world was convincing the world that black people didn't have anything to do with its civilization. And when you can say that a people didn't contribute to civilization, that's how you can enslave them. And, and so there's a quote from Sheikh Anta Diop, and Sheikh Anta Diop, I think, is one of the most brilliant um, uh, intellectuals that we've ever seen. And he said that um, when we say that the ancestors of blacks who today live mainly in black Africa were the first to invent mathematics, astronomy, the calendar, sciences in general, arts, religion, agriculture, social organization, medicine, writing, technique, architecture, that they were the first to erect buildings out of six million tons of stone, the Great Pyramids, as architects and engineers, not simply as unskilled laborers. 
that they built the immense temples of Karnak, the forest of columns with its famed um, hall style large enough to hold Notre Dame and its towers, that they sculpted the first colossal statues. When we say all that, we are merely expressing the plain unvarnished truth that no one today can refute by argument worthy of the name. And what he means by that is, by saying those things, Rick, it's just true. It's not anti-white, it's not anti-Roman, it's not anti-Greek, it's not anti-Chinese civilization or, or ancient Japanese civilization. It literally is saying that we were a part of the foundation of civilization because we were some of the first humans. And as being some of the first humans, we created civilization for humanity, not for black people. And so the right. problem is what we created for humanity has been erased by so many books, and that is what they are attempting to do right now. And so as we come out of Black History Month, brothers and sisters, let, let us do two things. One, let us be aggressively, like ridiculously aggressive about consuming as much about who we are as we can uh, um, and start in the places that you're most interested in. But two, let's understand that politics is the enemy here. And if we aren't actively involved in it, then the policies that are going to be passed are going to see us not only have access that attempts to turn back the tide, but access that attempts to make us further irrelevant. Those are three things I got for you. Hit me at Jeff's Nation on IG. Love y'all. Uh, appreciate you. Talk to you on Thursday, brother. Hey, now, appreciate it, Jeff. Y'all, one time, Jeff Johnson, y'all. Jeff. Hey. Ricky, good morning. In today's Fix It Jesus, a pastor out of Orange, Texas, identified as Kobe Mitchell, recently went viral uh, following his online services, alleging that the Lord laid a song on his heart. Take a listen. in the Bishop Lil Daryl is going on here. Twan, let everybody know how they can see this video. Head right over to my Instagram page. It's fake. I'm sorry, this Instagram <laughs> at Twan the Dunn. Ricky, something seriously wrong with you, man. Fix it, Jesus. Yeah, we ready for him to sing Precious Lord. Yeah. I appreciate that, Twan. Yes, 360, y'all. <laughs> News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. 
Orange Hair Ricks about the morning show. You got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday morning news. The Supreme Court will hear oral arguments at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time about 30 minutes from now in two cases challenging President Joe Biden's student loan debt forgiveness program, which remains on hold after a lower court blocked the plan in November. Millions of qualifying student loan borrowers could see up to $20,000 of their debt canceled, depending on the outcome of the arguments. In other news, the Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young instructed federal agencies to develop a plan to delete TikTok from all government devices and systems within 30 days. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco warned Americans against using the Chinese-based app, saying TikTok could pose a threat to national security as well. Shifting to health, a sugar replacement called erythritol used to sweeten stevia and keto products has been linked to blood sugar, uh, actually blood clotting, stroke, heart attack and death. Now, this is according to a new study. People with existing risk factors for heart disease were twice as likely to experience a heart attack or stroke when high levels of the sugar replacement was present in their blood. In COVID news, the U.S. Department of Energy has assessed that the COVID-19 pandemic most likely came from a laboratory leak in China. According to a newly updated classified intelligence report, the latest assessment adds to the divide over whether the COVID-19 pandemic began as a result of a lab leak or whether it emerged naturally. Lastly, self-help author Marianne Williamson has announced she is running for president, becoming becoming the first major Democrat to challenge President Joe Biden for his party's nomination in 2024. Williamson, who is 70, will formally kick off her campaign in Washington on Saturday. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What's up there, Maria? Let's start off with LeBron James. Man, he injured his right foot the other day playing the Dallas Mavericks. He's expected to be out several weeks. At first, they thought he was going to miss a couple of games, but now he's going to be on shutdown for a few weeks. How would this affect the Los Angeles Lakers' run to make the playoffs? We're about to find out real soon. For NFL, uh, Warren, uh, former NFL running back Zach, uh, Zach Stacy sentenced to six months in jail for attacking his ex-girlfriend back in 2021. He allegedly attacked her over rent money. I didn't study. Over rent money. He wanted the money back that he, he gave he her. Study. I didn't stutter. Oh. <laughs> he wanted the money back that he gave her to pay their rent. Damn. And when she didn't give it back, he uh, allegedly put his hands on her. Then another time, a video surfaced of him punching her in the head and slamming her into the television set in front of their son. So he got six months of jail and probation for that. And that yeah, was caught, and that was caught on crazy. video. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and uh, because he could have killed her. He could have took her life. No, absolutely, man. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah, man. He got to uh, do his time. Get into a class and take some anger management and get itself together or whatever because, uh, you know, that, that's just not good. No, nah, come on, man. You know better than that. You know better than that. Uh, last but not least, former NFL cornerback and one of the best of all time, Darrell Rebus, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, was asked who is the greatest cornerback ever. Here's what he said. It's, it's Kobe, it's to Jordan, it's, it's prime, it's, it's, it's Rebus Island, it's to prime time. It's Kobe is the Jordan is is Silent is the prime time. That's the best way to answer that question. Okay, y'all ain't, ain't nobody gonna say nothing about Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes is cool, but you can't. Every everybody's after Deion Sanders. Everybody gonna say nothing about Jack Tatum. Jack Tatum was a safety. Okay, but it, yeah, 
He didn't knock folks' ass out. So he showed sure <laughs> That was in the 70s, though. The, the game was I different. I not give a damn when it was. They out there playing with church shoes on with nails in them. <laughs> you're right. You're right, dog. And you know their yeah. feet was hurting. They had afro. They had that one damn chin strap. They didn't have no pants inside them helmets before oh, they yeah. came out with the damn Rodell helmet yep. and the bike helmet. Yep. Okay? <laughs> they didn't have yeah. no pants inside them little tight ass. They, they're the same helmet that we had. When we got our first football uniform yeah. for Christmas. Yep, and all the, all little, the, no that little all the right sponge pads. roller pads on the inside. <laughs> and they made the imprints on your afro. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> y'all gonna y'all y'all ain't gonna have this conversation. <laughs> Don't mention Lester Hayes. Yeah. Wore a whole can of stick him <laughs> on, on his jersey and in his damn pants and stuff. That's why he was getting interceptions without even touching the ball. Lester Hayes was straight gutter, man. Had that Damn Jared right. Girl. Don't ever have a conversation about no cornerbacks and don't say nothing about <laughs> Lester Hayes and Jack Tatum with that afro and that big-ass mustache knocking people out. Mike Haynes, all of them with them Oakland all Raiders back them. in the day. And then my man with the Dallas Cowboys, like, like, Everson Walls can't get no love. Yeah, but everybody's after Deion Sanders. That's all I'm I saying. I understand that, but damn, right? Yeah. You got to say Jack Tatum. Just say at least have enough respect to say Luster Hayes and, and damn Jack Tatum. You got to say it. No, you just got to say they, it. They, they great. They, they, they true great, Just y'all. keep them in the conversation. Okay, we okay. We know they chasing <laughs> Deion Sanders, but you can't say that without saying their name because it's disrespect. I'm right there with you, big dog. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah, Drop it like it's hot. So hot and Lester Hayes was greasy when he played, though. Yeah. Man, Jack Tatum hit a dude so hard, man. And uh, uh, that dude got up and said, Barack Obama will be president <laughs> one day. Sandy and look what happened. Yeah, Sandy Smith. <laughs> What up, Brett? <laughs> what up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat-Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Colin Kaepernick, he gets the Black History Spotlight of today. He started his entertainment career as the 49ers quarterback for six seasons and became a legendary activist after he kneeled during the national anthem at the start of the NFL games in protest of police brutality and racial inequality in the uh, United States. He's also an author, producer, writer, and director of the Know Your Rights campaign. GQ Magazine called him Citizen of the Year in 2017. He received the Muhammad Ali Legacy Award from Sports Illustrated and many more accolades. Taking the knee has become a byword and a flashpoint for American for African Americans and all those who oppose to racial inequality. Colin Kaepernick, we salute you. All right, y'all. Netflix's first ever live streaming event is this Saturday with Chris Rock's stand-up special, Selective Outrage. It's going to be yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Just letting y'all know that there will be live shows before and after. The show before the show will include messages from Chris's friends like Amy Schumer, Jerry Seinfeld, Arsenio Hall, and Leslie Jones. And it'll be hosted by Ronnie Ching from The Daily Show and will air at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Then Chris's show comes on at 10 p.m. Then it'll be immediately followed by the show after the show uh, with host David Spade and Dana Carvey, which will include appearances from J.B. Smoove and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, Chris's stand-up show will be available to stream after it airs, but it shows before and after. Wait, hey, Brett. What? Yeah. Hey, Brett, yeah. can we shout out some more Netflix special funny as hell? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. You... Shout out to some more. We love Absolutely. some more. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all check out some more uh, Netflix special. It is freaking hilarious. Uh, one of the, some, some more is one of the greatest of all time. She's oh, so yeah. funny. I love her. Absolutely. 
Yep, so down to earth, too. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Talk It Out Tuesday with Yonetta Spring. The time now is 25 minutes before the top of the hour. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's Talk It Out Tuesday Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor, Yonetta Spring. All right, John Rick's about the morning show. It's talking about Tuesday. I'm so excited, y'all. Please help me welcome licensed professional counselor, Yonetta Spring. Yonetta, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing this morning? Man, we are blessed and highly favored. Happy to have you this morning. I'm happy to be here, as always. Happy to be here. So, yeah, we're wrapping up this month. We've been talking about love all month and, you know, the importance of self-love. We've talked about the intersections between grief and love. So today I just want to wrap up this love topic today. Um, I think we're loved out. But, um, yeah, I just want to wrap that up. So this week I'm in Charlotte. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina this week, and I'm working at uh, EMDR basic training. Awesome. Um, so, you know, I love those those trainings. I get an opportunity to work with a lot of therapists and really helping them learn how to integrate EMDR um, and for those who don't know what EMDR is, we've talked about it a few times, but it's the eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing therapy, and it's just a specialized treatment approach to help people heal. Um, it's very effective, research supports it, and uh, we've had a really good time, you know, learning this. But one thing I noticed um, as I'm working these trainings and working with different therapists, which I find fascinating, is that humans across all spaces, um, we all just want to know that we're good, right? right? We all want to know that we are enough, that we're doing enough, that we're capable. So even at this level as a therapist that had years of training, sometimes they question their ability, you know, and their capability to be able to meet their clients where they are, to be able to help and support and hold space for them, you know, through their trauma. So, you know, today I just want to talk about why it's so important for us to to love ourselves um, for who we are, for where we are, for us to be able to give ourselves grace, you know. Um, You know, we tend to have this this tendency and this notion that, like, I need to be somewhere else. I need to be doing more. I need to be doing something different. Um, And a big part of EMDR that I love is, you know, when we get into like the adaptive and the positive parts of this, um, this protocol, we we look at finding the positive things about you that exist right now. Right. Right. If you don't do another thing, if you don't learn another thing, if you don't have another thing, what do you have right now that's good, that's positive and that's adaptive? And I think there's good in all of us, no matter where we are, what we have experienced. So, you know, one thing I want to talk to everybody about today and just invite them today is just find something that you really love about yourself, something that you think is good about you um, and really focus on that, because I think we all have some goodness in us. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I was telling uh, having a conversation with my niece, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. college graduate doing good and just just real hard on herself. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. you sitting up here, you done graduated from a historically uh, uh, HBCU and you're doing well for yourself, no kids and stuff, and you're driving mm-hmm. good and you got all these degrees and stuff. I said, you don't have to be in a rush. You don't have to meet nobody's standard. You know, if, if anybody, mm-hmm. you know, is going to have anything to say, it's going to be me and I don't have anything to say because I'm actually proud of you. I said, take your time and feel around and figure out what direction you want to go. It's nourished. We're not on nobody's time but yours. We're on your right. time. And I said, enjoy mm-hmm. yourself and take that pressure off yourself and enjoy life and float around until you feel like you found a nice spot to land, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. and so you know, and that I'm, and I had to reassure her that I'm actually proud of you, proud of your yeah. accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that because 
that's part of the reason why a lot of people struggle with seeing themselves as good or feeling like they're enough is because we do all of these external things to validate our goodness. Um, and that's great, you know, that, you know, she's accomplished and she's finished college and doing well and super, you know, you could tell her you're proud of her and she could feel proud of herself. But when we're looking at goodness, we want to know, like, um, you know, sometimes after achieving all of these external things, how do I how does my goodness exist regardless of what I have or what I do or what have I accomplished? You know right. what I mean? Um, so sometimes after you've accomplished all these things, it's like, OK, what's next? Right. Um, and I think we being able to like look from an internal perspective um, is really helpful when you're trying to identify what you're, you know, identify that goodness. So I think that was really great advice and encouragement, you know, that you gave her and hopefully she can, you know, take that in. So I want everybody, including, you know, the morning show and y'all to really think about something that you love about yourself, something yep. that makes you really proud, you know, write it down. Put it somewhere where you can see it. Listeners, write it down. Tag me in it. I want to see it. Y'all need to put that where you can see it every day. Um, Absolutely. Knowing we have space, you know, where we can improve and grow, but we can also be good enough right now. Those two things can coexist. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Of course, this Talk About Tuesday segment is not meant to take the place of actually going to therapy. But listen, it's a start. And you can always get more information on Yanetta's web ground. I'm sorry, Yanetta's website, groundbreakerstherapy.com. That's groundbreakerstherapy.com. Or on Instagram at Groundbreakers Therapy. All right, y'all give it up for Yanetta Spring. Hey, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you next Tuesday.